Greetings, Evil Boy Genius here, and welcome to another episode of the Off The Tools Collective podcast, the podcast for smart subcontractors sick of being ridden ragged by douchebag penny-pinching clients. Bottom line is this, if you're selling shit to the domestic market, fitting bedrooms, bathrooms, or kitchens, or balls deep in extensions and renovations, and you want to attract the best clients on demand, sell to them way above market rates, and have it all happen hands-off on an autopilot so you ain't stuck to your phone like a cold-calling cockwomble, then put your feet up, pin your ears back and pay attention for the next few minutes and then take action because this shit will not do itself. Take it away boys. So what are we talking about today? Oh well, yeah. On the theme of clients. On the yeah, theme of clients. On the theme of clients. Hey, you see what I did there? I tried to I did I saw what you did there. Uh, uh, you was a little slow on that one though. Very unlike you. Thought you'd pick up anyway. Slow. It's another tangent. It's another tangent. Please. <laughs> the theme oh, of today. Slow then. Oh, stop! I shall stop. Is contrary to popular belief. Clients don't always want a low price, and in fact, no. it's not often the most. Uh, it's, it's not top of their priority list. No, that, but when we say that, they go, well, what do people want? So, John, what do people want more than a low price? Well, here's the thing: if you ask people, this is why. Often focus groups, you know, for even formal focus groups, and certainly the informal ones you would get on places like LinkedIn where you say, hey, I've got this idea, what would you pay for a service like this? Is the most dim-witted fucky thing you can do. Because you're asking people to pay money for something which doesn't even exist. And they'll just make something up. I mean, they just want to be, sometimes they want to be helpful. Sometimes they think, this is an ego thing, I need to have an opinion here. But what they're not doing is getting into the nub of sales, which is, what's the pain? Yeah. You know? If it hurts, it doesn't matter what they'll pay. I mean, I think I said this before. It might have been on the Q&A, but it might have been on a, a podcast. I don't know. We, we talk a lot about these things. <laughs> but when, if someone had said to me back in, say, September 2017 or 2018, when it was, yeah, 17, how much would you pay to have plastic lenses put in your eyes? I'd say nothing. I'm not interested. Why would I bother? Fast forward two months when they said, by the way, we can't give you laser surgery because your eyes ain't quite right for it, but oh, by the, you've got cataracts and you're going to go blind in, in so many years. All of a sudden, I've got immense, not physical, but you know, there's a huge pressure for me to get something done with my eyes. And the only alternative to going blind is to have plastic things stuck in your eyes. So all of a sudden, I would have paid a lot of money and I did pay a lot of money. And as we said the day, I would have paid more, had the opportunity. I did, I offered to pay more and they said, no, we don't do that. More for you. So... To ask people at a fucking informal or formal focus group, what would you pay for this service? It is a, a very superficial, almost facile question because you're not thinking about, well, what's their pain here? You're just not. No. Another more facetious one here is, you know, what would people be prepared to pay for a vasectomy? Well, again, stupid question. If you're in your 20s and you don't have children yet, you're probably not interested. Me, fucking hell, it's about 130 quid I ever spent some 18 years ago. You know, oh. it's, it's just a stupid question. It's, it's, it's almost without context. So really, if you want to find out what people will pay for something, you have to put them through a sales process and keep putting the price up until you start getting some serious resistance. That's the only way. Because what people want more than a low price, there's, there's a few things, but there's seven which spring to mind pretty much immediately off the top of this, this bald head of mine. The first is, to touch on what we've just said, is that they want a cessation of pain. They've got a problem. No one buys anything except to solve a problem. Now, what the problem is, is very much context dependent. For me, say my golf handicap is utterly irrelevant. So is an emergency dentist right now. But, you know, when I cracked my tooth a few years ago, I really wanted an emergency dentist very quickly because my tooth hurt. So they want a cessation of pain. They want a solution to problems. That's much more important than price. Second thing is they actually want knowledge and experience. We've said before, again, not sure if I've said it on the podcast or not, but 
they assume if you understand their problem and their, what the pain they're going through, if you understand it, if you can relate to it, they automatically assume you know how to solve it. It's not always true. Like I said, my, my doctor friend, he will often, or he would often speak to people who had terminal cancer and they'd be relieved, like, oh, fucking hell, at last we know what's wrong with me. What do we do about it? And kind of thing, you just die, you know. Mm. He can't solve their problem, but there's a sense of relief when they know someone understands what's in it. So we understand our guys' pain and they can't get the right clients, they can't sell to the right fees. And when they do get work, it's really difficult to keep it flowing because they're reliant on cold calls, on accidental calls coming in, word of mouth. It's, it's, it's all ad hoc. We know their pain. When we talk about their pain, they think, yeah, you understand their pain. They assume we can fix it. And of course we can. That, that's the thing. We do know how to fix it. But that would be true. They would believe that whether or not it was actually true, we could. So they want cessation yeah. of pain and they want knowledge of it and experience. The third thing they want, more than a, a low price, is timely delivery. Now, for some, if, if you've got a large, say, building project going on and you need to have, say, the electrics in before you can plaster the walls and finish the decorating, everything's on this critical path, you want timely delivery. No good having an electrician who'll come in at half the price if you can't get it done until next year and hold every other cunt upon the fucking site. It, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Let alone um, the lost revenues from the yeah, delay. it's much more important than price. You know, not all of these things will apply to everyone all at the same time. But they're all examples of things in a hat you can pull out and say, "Well, this is more important." This is more important. Look at Amazon Prime. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost like fucking paying your your tax, isn't it? Now your Amazon yeah, Prime yeah. subscription, so you, so you can get it next day. I mean, I pay Amazon Prime. It costs me what seven, eight quid a month. And not only I do know. I get quicker delivery, it's for, as often as not, it's free, even to Ireland. Yeah. It probably saves me 30, 40 quid a month. And it's convenient. But there are some months I don't use it at all. So I mean, that's another thing. That, you know, time delivery, they want convenience. They also want accurate delivery. They want what they pay for. They don't, they don't want to buy a blue stainless steel widget and get a rubber fucking mallet through the post. <laughs> you know, they just don't. And of course, efficiency and competence costs money. Is there anything more frustrating than someone who... Say, say you buy a washing machine online. Not only is it delivered late, so it's not timely, but it's also delivered with bits missing. You know, how frustrating is it? Nowadays, it doesn't happen so much because I think the law has changed. But you used to, when I was a kid, you'd get presents and things for Christmas and there'd be no batteries in them and you couldn't use it. That was the worst. That still happened when I was young. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that's not strictly about accurate delivery. That That's just a... That's just how it was then. But it's, you know, you ask, you order something, you put this package of things together in your shopping basket, and that's what you fucking expect to get. Well, that's here, more important a, than price. Here's an example. I, before we went back into lockdown, uh, so it's pretty pointless now, I ordered some new football shoes uh, because we're, we, we, I just joined the team. They played on AstroTurf and I didn't have any appropriate football shoes. So uh, I went on ProDirectSoccer.com where I've, always always got my football gear and whatnot and I thought ah I'll try some new shoes from a brand I don't usually buy from so I bought these really cool Puma Kings if anyone's interested in football they were like a limited edition release and looking at the sizing it said runs true to size oh so I run I ordered my usual size that all my other football shoes are and fit just fine and uh, they came and they're probably about two sizes too small. So unless my feet have grown, and I did have to check this and tried on my other football shoes, but yeah, they were about two sizes too small. I'm never going to buy Puma shoes ever again. How frustrating is it? Because you'd have paid more just to forego this fucking frustrating experience of not having your problem solved. But you get even uh, if you get your money back, it's, it's not the not the point, is it? 
it's the time wasted. It's, you know, the time that I spent choosing it. Yeah. And now I've got to take, they're still actually, because they arrived before Christmas, they're still in my wardrobe because I'm just, I just can't be bothered to go to the post. Yeah, I, I'm the same. There's, there's more than once I've bought stuff and it's come and it's not right. And I just cannot be bothered to send it back. Oh, I say, I say this to Tamsin often because she gets annoyed. Well, why haven't you sent it back yet? The hour it's going to take me to send this, you know, this back. If I spend that hour on the business, I'm going to make fucking four times the yeah. money I spent on it. And, and I must admit, it, to me, it runs against the grain to send things back. It just does. It's not about being embarrassed or finding it awkward. I just can't be bothered. But what I do do is I just don't give those people my business again. Yeah, yeah. So Puma... I highly doubt you're but, listening. But now, interestingly you. enough, I've got some Puma trainers, which were the best, the second best trainers I've ever had. They're worn out now, but I, I still wear them sometimes because they're just so comfy. It's, yeah, it's fucking weird, especially when it comes to football shoes. Perhaps it's the most frustrating feet, thing. Perhaps your feet are a bit weird. They're very wide. They're very wide. Well, they're really but slender. They're th- really, they are weird. What, my toes are like hooks. They're really slender through the midfoot, but then all of a sudden, it's like a black lady's bottom. It's like a boom, massive. <laughs> so not, no, so not content with being a pedophile, we're now a racist too. Cultural, not cultural <laughs> appropriation. That's someone else. Uh, that's something completely. Like, you're a moron, aren't you? Anyway, stereotyping. I'm stereotyping. Yes, that's the word. So we got cessation of pain, knowledge and experience, timely delivery, accurate delivery. Then we've got reliable delivery. Now we've ordered what we've ordered. We want it to arrive in time as described and we want it to arrive or we want the job done. What we don't want is say, like Holly was saying this morning, the, the guys came to fix the roof. They replaced the whole roof and it was cheap. And six months later, it's pissing water again. You know, you, you want it reliably done, whether it's delivery as in literally delivered into your house or you want the job done properly. You don't want to be keep chasing people to have it done, have it fixed, have it repaired. It's great when they do do that. And I, with the first to acknowledge, sometimes things don't always work out the way they're supposed to do. Then it's how you deal with it. But you really want, it's much more important to have things done so you ain't got to worry about it. I mean, one of the, 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 the every copywriter's got kind of stock phrases and approaches they like to take. And my approach has always been in, in my copy to, depend, you know, it doesn't matter what words I use particularly, but it's always been to say, I'm going to do this work for you so you don't have to and you can focus on running your business and I'll take care of the rest. Well, that's what they want me to do. There's no point in me saying that, selling myself at very high prices on it and then not getting it done. You know, it's just simple. We don't, you and I, we don't mind paying our suppliers premium rates, but we do it and get done what they say they're going to get done. If they don't, we understand we'll get pissed off about it because we've paid you premium rate. We don't quibble about price, but we want the thing doing properly. Yeah. And of course, Two of the things they want, I save the best till last. They want a willing ear. They want people who are prepared to listen because people like being listened to and validated and acknowledged. Yeah. You know? We all look like that. And especially if there's a problem, you know, they want to be able to sit down and talk to someone and know because the difference between transactional and transformational selling is with transactional selling, you've got some, say, internet marketing guru. He's got this fucking product and he'll say, see this, this will solve all your problems. What's your problem? Yeah, this will solve it. This will help you sell anything. Right, and that's taking people from the known. This is what you've got um, to the unknown. Meaning, let's see what we can do with it. Let's we can just sell anything you like. Whereas we do it transformationally. Meaning, we we will ask and find out where people are first. You know, we yeah. we need to know what is your problem. Can we actually solve it? We transform things. We're not listening to selling a widget for the sake of it. We've got something we sell. We want to know is it actually right for you? Mm. Yesterday, I was speaking to over LinkedIn, and I sent him to Shane Malax online craft work course or something because he just wanted to learn how to sell online product he's got and i said you know foundations will be an overkill for you it's a much cheaper and more efficient and more directed and probably better way of doing it 
So I go to this guy and you know, I got nothing for that, but it was the right thing to do. Well, that's transformational saying, not transactional. And of course, the very last thing I would mention, never mind all the rest that we could go into, is talk about this all day, is even though they might not want this or realize they want it, what they need is more than one supplier because one is the most dangerous number in business. It sure is. Yes, it's no good going to someone who's cheap if they're a sole supplier. That, that's the only thing. People will pay a premium to have more than one person able to solve the problem. That's why it's not good to go for a very cheap, bespoke solution to almost anything because then you're, you're tied into these people as well. There's, there's lots of fucking reasons for it. They want more than one supplier. They need more than one supplier. Put it that way. All those things are much more important than a low price. However, John, I can already imagine there's some cries from people saying, well, my clients lied to me. And they tell me they want a low price. Yeah, well, this is true. Clients, funny enough, clients do lie. Everyone's very quick to point out how salespeople lie and they're dis, dis, dishonest and disingenuous. And everyone, I think, will agree that's wrong. Salesmen shouldn't do it. But what seems to be okay is to lie to salespeople. They don't seem to think there's anything wrong in lying to salesmen so you can get a discount, which is fucking bizarre when you think about it. I won't bring myself to do it. I, mean, I won't lower myself to that level. But people don't, and three of the main lies the first is I can get the same thing cheaper. I could, uh, you're competitive down the road, so they do it cheaper. Well, that's bullshit. Or even if it's true, it may, there's a reason they can't get it right now, because if they could get it cheaper down the road and the price was important to them, they'd be down the road getting it cheaper. You see, when someone objects to your price, they're not saying they don't want what you're selling. They're saying you've not justified the price to me, or it's more than I want to pay, but at the moment I'm fucked. I've got to buy. You know, the guy down the road, he might be cheaper, but not have any in stock. And it's easy to offer to sell something cheap if you haven't got any of it. You know, it's really easy, that is. Uh, if I had it, I'd sell it to you really cheap, but I can't. Maybe the guy down the road doesn't want to sell it to you because, I don't know, perhaps he be shagging his wife or something, you know? And he just doesn't want to sell it to you. Because, you know, there are people we won't sell to, remember? That yeah, guy who disrespected are. you. Called you the yeah. apprentice. And I just said, oh, fuck you. We don't want to do business with you because you're rude. No mm-hmm. amount of money would get him into our fucking knickers. No, it's not fun. Just wouldn't. Maybe he will sell to you. Maybe he's got the stock, but maybe he's not allowed to. Maybe his boss, my, my, oh, here's a good example for you. The stuff we can't buy here in Ireland because they're not allowed to export it from the UK because of, of some kind of yeah, certain brands they've got um, areas where they're allowed to sell in, districts or whatever they like to call it, areas. So there's certain things we're not allowed, they're not allowed to export to us. Nothing to do with Brexit, it's way before Brexit. So what we do is we've got a thing called Address Pal, which is a, owned by ANPOS, which is the, the Irish post office. But it's allowed you to have a UK address so we can get it sent to a UK address and they forward it onto us. It's about, it costs about four, four quid. <laughs> it's often cheaper to do that, to use that service, than it is to get Amazon to send it straight to us. <laughs> anyway, that's bizarre. But it was before. That has gone up since Brexit. So you know, maybe they don't want to sell it to you. Maybe they can't sell it to you. They haven't got it. Maybe they're not allowed to. But the point is, whenever, no matter what the, the specific reason, if they could get it cheaper down the road and it was important to them to get it cheaper down the road, they would be down the road getting it cheaper. The fact they're still talking to you means there's something wrong somewhere and they're lying to you or mistaken. That's the first thing. Second thing is they say, all I want is a low price. This is not true. This is almost never true. So you say to someone, okay, you want a low price, but you don't care if it breaks down next week. Well, of course not. Of course, that was a breakdown. Oh, so, so it's, not every, it's not just a low price. Though. You want it to be reliable too. So you want quality. Yeah. So you want it to be high quality and low price and I can just chuck it out on the doorstep and you can drag this three ton machine home on your own. Well, no, don't be stupid. I want you to deliver it. Also, you want service as well. People want 
basically people want three things they want a low price they want high quality products and services and they want good service from the people no one can deliver all three so often it's a question of okay which one of the three do you not want high quality low price or good service which one of those are you prepared to do without and most people will say even if it's by that only by their actions they will say i don't want a low price i'm prepared to pay a premium or prepared to forego the low price to get the first two and then there's, there's, there's the quick fast and cheap oh, sorry there's high quality fast and cheap you know, which two? Pick two. You can have two, but not three. Mm. There's loads of ways of looking at it, but you can have, you know, you can't have all things. And often the price is the first one to go if you justify it by, by showing your quality, your service and your speed and all the rest of it. And if your market is genuinely meaning it when they say what they want is a low price, you're in the wrong game and you're serving the wrong market and you should run a fucking mile because the average person does not want a low price. You have somehow ended up dealing with the bottom 1% of society. You are in the cesspits. Yeah, you need to change him yourself too. I mean, like I say, my dad was the tightest person on this or any other planet. He would buy on price. But then again, even dad would always buy on price. You know, there are times dad paid over the odds for something he really, really wanted. People do. I don't care what I pay for a push buy, you know, a cycle. Just don't. Or the computer I'm talking on now. I yeah. dread to think how much this map cost me five, six years ago. <laughs> I just didn't care. All the way down the right hand side, tick, 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 tick. I want fucking everything I want it delivered. And then I want them to masturbate me afterwards, you know? <laughs> you do take that option too. Masturbate option. Of course. Of course. Of course. And the third thing people will lie about is they'll say it's too expensive. No, it's not too expensive at all. It's just that you can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, when people say it's so expensive, what they're not saying it, it's not worth the money. They're not saying I don't want it. They're not saying it's shit. They're saying, I actually want it, but I don't have the money for it. It's too expensive. Well, that's their problem, not yours. Yeah. And people that say it's too expensive, they're very egotistical, fucking self-entitled pricks. Well, Imagine not being able to afford a house and saying, oh, it's too expensive. Not too expensive. Just ain't got the money. You just ain't got the money, yeah. I mean, it may be, and again, this is a judgment call. It may be that if you've got someone, you've got something sitting in the in the stock room somewhere and someone just walks in and says, look, I know it's 500 quid, I've only got 450. You might probably reasonably say, okay, I'll have it for 450 because it's not cost you anything. Mm-hmm. But again, that, that's a spur of the moment thing. What you need to be very wary of is compromising yourself. So it's like coming for the bathroom. You don't want people eating into your profits then because you're having to make effort and they are bad clients. Someone walking in with a handful of cash is a bit different. You know, use your intelligence here. Obviously, but for the a most part, initiative. when people say it's, it's too expensive, what they have to mean is I don't, I don't have the money. So here's a here's an example of pricing. Recently, you got the memory triggered by talking about a warehouse. Recently, do you know what Pokemon is, John? Unfortunately, yes. I think it's the highest grossing. I don't know what the word is. Brand isn't the right word, but game is probably. I think it's the highest grossing game, if you can call it that, ever. Anyway, its popularity is massive. Recently, an original box of Pokemon cards, I think it contained 30 packs. It went for half a million pounds of Pokemon cards. I recently found mine, and I've got a few cards that are worth, you know, a few hundred quid. It's like, what? This yeah, is crazy. I mean, and these I've, are things that are just found in the back of a warehouse. But there got, are people saying, oh, Pokemon's now too expensive. Well, no, you just can't afford it. I've got a bunch of vinyl records in, in the house, and they're probably worth several hundred pounds, some of them. I've got one which from uh, Ian during the Bockhead's first edition of New Boots and Panties. It's in mint condition. It's probably worth a fair bit of money. I don't want to sell it. But... Mm. I've got a Lionel Messi match attacks card. That's the 100 football. Oh, You've right. never heard of Lionel Messi? No. 
Lionel Messi, I've got a match tax card, like 100 club that I don't want to sell because uh, that's going to go up in value quite a bit. It's already worth like 60 quid and it's only like two years old. It's insane. So really, I mean, people will pay any amount of money. That There's always someone out there. Half a million like, quid Pokemon card. Just go on, on to Google and say Google most expensive and then put any noun you like, most expensive shoes, hats, stereo leads. Now people will pay 25k for stereo leads. Please don't tell me you can tell the difference in your ears because you can't. But people will pay it. Clearly, that's not too expensive for them. It's all about value, perception of value, and that's purely subjective, always will be. And what I'll say to anyone listening to this is, because sometimes business owners will do this, they will have a product or a service, and they will bulk at charging more money for it because they think it's not worth Well, you don't have the right or the ability to say to someone else, here's a thing, this is only worth this much to you. You can say what it's worth to you. You can say, I'm not doing this work for less than this amount of money, but you cannot say to someone else, well, this, this work is only worth 50 pounds to you, a thousand pounds to you. You, ha- you don't have the right to say that. How could the guy who did my eyes say? How can he, he, he can tell me what he's prepared to do it for. You know, 5,000 euro plus 3,000 euro for the hospital, okay? 8K. He can tell me that, no bother. He can't put a price on it for my point. I'd have paid five, ten times what I paid for them because of the result I got. I look out the window now, better than 2020 vision, both eyes near and far. The sky is blue. It's the hues of pinks and purples as the sun sinks. I can identify a crow from a fucking magpie from a buzzard right across the other side of the valley. Even with my glasses before, I could barely see the other side of the fucking valley. You know What valley? So he cannot possibly put a value on what it means to me to have my eyes this good. He can only tell me what he's prepared to sell it for. That's the same for all of us. What's a high-quality bathroom worth? What's high-quality rewire worth? What's a high-quality driveway worth? What's a high-quality anything worth? Look the at problem the dominatrixes. Dominatrixes yeah. will charge 250 quid an hour to piss on blokes and spank them with fucking paddles and whips and chains. Well, how much would you pay for that? I mean, I'd pay a lot more than that. But the point <laughs> is... You know, you can't judge the value to someone else as the supply. You can only judge the value of it to you and what you're prepared to take in return for that value. That's it. Or what value you, you are prepared to take in return for the product or the service. Yeah, that's it. Business owners, well, I don't want to generalize here, but many business owners react very strangely when they get challenged on the price. Some immediately, you know, have a almost a company-wide policy that you immediately give a 10% discount. Yeah. Some get really angry, really defensive. Some are you know, indifferent, very few embrace it. The knee-jerk reaction is to lower the price. My mate, he, all he did was he emailed all of his suppliers, accountants, electrical people, which has got a quite a big business. And all he said was, we are just going through our cost base and looking at our costs. That's all he said. And his accountant came back by return. Oh, we're not 20% off the fee. He wasn't asking for a discount. People will do that. Is there something you can do about the price? My reaction was always and always would be now, yeah, we can put it up if you like. My reaction to the best price, can we give us your best price, has been for years. Well, my best price is actually a lot more than it is right now. So I'm not sure you actually want that. And then if people ask for a discount, I'll just say no. We don't even, you know, people pay for a year at Front End Foundations, they don't get a discount. What they do get is an Amazon card for the books we recommend. But they don't get a discount. You just don't do a discount. That's it. And, if, if people would, around, and we would buy the books ourselves, but quite frankly, you can't be fucking asked. Can't be asked, no. And if people say to me, as they sometimes do, well, I'll take my business elsewhere, then okay, bye. Mm. But if people challenge me on the price, say something like, why is it so much? Mm. My reaction is not to run away and excuse it or anything else. I will say, it's a really good question, and I'm glad you asked. Here's why we charge more than anyone else. And then I will sell them on our value. So really the price objection, again, a price objection is not, I don't want this. 
I'm going elsewhere. The price objection is, I really want this, John, but I'm not quite sure why you're asking so much and I'd really like to tell me what the value is to me. It's an invitation for fuck's sake. Mm. So I will say, yeah, it, it is a lot of money and here's why you should be happy to pay it because you can be sure you're getting quality. We know what we're doing, we're doing this for a long time. You'd like to see this ROI, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyone can do that and everyone fucking should, but most do not. Pussy. And if they are, if they are persistent on the price thing you say yeah sure we can lower the price which one of these things would you like me to remove from this service yeah i mean it's not really appropriate for us now because of what we've got a a kind of predefined package of stuff no ours is firm as fuck yeah but what i'm saying is it doesn't really lend itself to this kind of behavior but if you were say fitting a bathroom or doing a refurb in a house and someone says we've only got a 20k budget and you're asking 25 it's perfect okay so okay for 20k here's what we can do Mm. what you don't do is say yeah we'll do the whole thing for 5k less because mm. that's just stupid and often they'll just say well i don't want to make any changes i want what i originally asked well, well then the price is yeah. 25k and then they'll often go okay how do i yeah. oh yeah i mean the reaction to you know the dialogue often goes is there anything you can do about the price no that's the price we can't do it for any less and make a different decent profit oh okay then it's all i thought it was, it was always worth trying my answer to my arm you know it's always worth a go and i thought that's one of those I, I can be one of those people oh i, I don't I, every now and again it's mainly if i don't like the salesman then asking for a discount is beneath me that's fair enough but if i'm dealing dealing with a dodgy salesman oh ah because they're also fucking poorly trained yeah I'm not well, fussed yeah. about the discount. And if but, I like the person a lot, I want the thing, I'll pay full price, no problem. Apple, for example, I love Apple. Yeah, yeah. Not that you'll ever get a discount there. Graphic designers, you know, never going to argue on price. Marvin, you know, not going to argue on price. He's probably listening to this thinking, fuck me, you should charge him a lot more. Keep doing a good like job, that. Marvin. You can get that extra 50, all right, boy? We bought a Land Rover, the first Land Rover. We've got the second one now. The first Land Rover we bought, the guy jumped up right as we were about to sign the, on the dotted line and said, oh, you haven't traded in a car. Let's see what we can knock off. And he came back with 1,700 euro less for a car we'd already agreed to pay full price for. It just make any, that was money you just throw away. We were quite happy to pay it. It's just Sarah buys loads of, Mrs. EBG buys bookcases and loads of furniture from a place called Sheehy's. And every time she goes in, they'll offer a discount. She doesn't ask one, doesn't want one, doesn't care. But, oh, yeah, that's great. You're a good customer. We're not 100 euro off it for you. All right, fine. 100 euro is a fucking nice meal for me and John. Swank <laughs> mm. where it was is now you can't fucking get nice meals for a lot of money because you're not allowed out of the fucking house. Exactly. Anyway, I'm aware time's getting on and you've got shit to do. I've got a training to run joint. Yeah, and I've, got I've got a training I've got an to run right. I've got an ATH. Do. We need to do the one minute hate, don't we? We do. I already had it set up and ready to go. Oh, look what I found. Hey, your tick time. My tick time. I love my little tick time. I, I don't use mine enough. I need to get back into Pomodoro. Anyway, come on. All right. What are you talking about? Well, it's kind of to do it. with this. It's to do with price. It's people who want different results but won't change their behavior. All righty. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're steady? I'm steady. Go! I'm going to go. People who will not change their behavior want different results. I have been on the phone with countless people over the last three years who've said, I've got this problem or this result. I want to change. What do I need to do? I'll do anything required to change. I tell them what's required. You know what they do? They do fucking nothing. They do nothing. It's insane. They want different results with the same actions. How fucking stupid can you be? I remember once I was only a kid. I was about 19 years old. Outside a fucking bank. Woman puts a card in. This is when cash points are fairly new. Puts a card in. Tap, 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 tap. Beep, wrong number. Tap, 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 tap. Same fucking number. Wrong number. Did it the third time. Tap, 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 tap. And it went, beep, went, bleep. It ate the card. And she turned around to me, she went, uh-huh. I knew that was going to happen. How 
fucking stupid do you have to be to tap in the same wrong number knowing it will eat your card and you won't have any money for the weekend? Then you still fucking do it. Well, that's what people are like in their businesses. They do the same stupid shit. They do the same stupid shit over and over again and want different results. And And if you want different results, you should email Holly at Grow Your Business Fast and she'll get you some further details to join our foundations mastermind or go to ottcollective.co.uk and get yourself signed up into our facebook group the ott collective where there's loads of shit on all about this stuff trainings on how to do it the right way or how a way to do it the right way because i'm sure there are other ways to do it too and we just talk about one of them doing a particularly gentle style yeah we're soft aren't we big softies at heart it's softies Go on, sign off, John. Right, so if you want to make more money with less work, less hassle, fewer headaches by attracting better clients, selling to them at higher fees and having it all happen in a pipeline. So you've got no hassle going on. You've got, uh, it's on autopilot and it's all hands off. I suggest you get in touch with us. Holly at growyourbusinessfast.co.uk if you want to get a stellar margin everyone else or go to ottcollective.co.uk and get into the Facebook group and see what's going on. In the meantime, stay safe, stay inside, wash your hands, do not repeat stupid fucked up behaviour and do not shit on your fingers. See you later. Ta-da. Bye-bye.